In a time when evildoers parade their agenda before the world without shame, in a world where absolutes are being challenged and changed, in a society where truth is relative, welcome to a podcast that will edify, encourage, and empower you. A podcast that will speak God's truth in love. I'm your host, Myron Powell. Thank you for subscribing and listening to Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth. Welcome and thank you for subscribing and sharing and and being a part of Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth. I'm your host, Myron Powell, and it is an honor to share some time with you today. If you recall from our last episode, I asked you which way do we go and talked about Isaiah 35 in the saintly way and so forth and all the different verses I referred to about the way. Well, this week we're going to kind of pick up a little bit on that uh, as we look into Proverbs 15 and kind of a theme that runs together here. But in Proverbs 15, verses 8 and 9, let's read it here, or let me read it. You can listen. Uh, the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination unto the Lord, but he loveth him that followeth after righteousness. And, uh, you know, I, I think of, of that old song, I Want It My Way, you know, uh, the, the crooner would sing, you know, but oftentimes we do want it our way. Cain wanted to do things his way. God gave him a chance to deal with his sin. In fact, God said, hey, it's at the door, but, but you can conquer it. But instead of dealing with it, instead of conquering it, he chose to give in to his carnal impulse and kill his brother. Why? Why? Because God didn't accept his sacrifice. All he had to do was bring what God wanted, but he didn't. And, and when I think about that and I think about these Proverbs, again, many of them, as I've, I've pointed out, you know, back and forth and, and even today's verses, you know, the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. If you want God to be delighted in your prayer, then pray what is upright to him. Pray what he is acceptable to him. All Cain had to do was say, okay, you don't want fruit and vegetables? All right, I'll trade that in for a lamb. I'll bring you a lamb. But he didn't want to. He wanted to do things his way. He wanted to offer God what he wanted to, not what God expected. This self-designed worship philosophy cannot be allowed to infest our souls. Otherwise, we too will end up walking in the way of the wicked, which, as the Bible says in verse 9 of Proverbs 15, is an abomination to the Lord. Wow. <laughs> that just it makes me want to pause for a minute because I don't want to be an abomination to the Lord because according to Revelation, those that commit abomination... They don't get to spend eternity with Jesus. So why would anyone want to do things their own way? Again, as I mentioned in our last episode, Jesus Christ is the only way. I want to be loved by God for pursuing his righteousness. I don't want my sacrifice to be unacceptable to God like Cain's. I want my prayer to be heard and I want it to be acceptable. So Abel, Cain's brother, should be our model. The Bible says he brought a more excellent sacrifice. 
If you have children, you've probably noticed uh, how they want to do things their way, and especially when they start experiencing independence, especially when they move into adolescence and now, you know, they don't need you anymore, right? Okay. <laughs> sometimes they've discovered freedom without realizing the responsibility that's associated with it. And sometimes they don't feel they're trusted to make decisions. And while good parents will allow their teens to make some decisions, to learn from experience, they'll also do their best to give as much training as possible so that their teens don't make stupid mistakes. And it's not that God doesn't trust us. It's that he knows what will happen if we forsake his way. Verse 10 further explains why it is important to walk in the right way. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. I believe God will do his best to keep us on the right path, but the rest is up to us. As my children grow older, and in fact, you know, into their adult years, I realize more and more that they're accountable for their decisions. My daughter will probably get married next year, 2023. And, and if she does, uh, the, the preacher will ask me, say, who gives this woman uh, to be married to this man? I'll say her mother and I, I'll give her away. I will, I will transfer the headship that I have as her father to uh, who her husband will be. And at that point, she's no longer accountable to me in that regard. My son is now married and lives, uh, you know, six hours away. He's no longer accountable. He's my son. We'll always have that relationship. But he's now a full-grown adult. And so, you know, the fact is I can teach and reinforce principles and, and pray that what, you know, my wife and I taught them uh, has stuck. But if they make poor choices now, it's on them. You know, obviously I'll love them through it and I'll help them through it as much as I can, but I'm a lot more pleased when they make wise choices. Well, if, if I can understand that as a father, how much more does God understand it with us? It's the same way. We need to preach what we practice and practice what we preach. I want to remain in his way. You see, does God rejoice when we like Abel bring a more excellent sacrifice? I believe he does. I believe it will inspire us to, to further live for him daily. I believe it will help us to further accomplish what we should do to please the Lord. Hmm. And so I want to walk in his way. Brennan Manning said a quote a few years ago. Toby Mack and DC Talk used it in, in one of their albums years ago. But the quote says, this, the greatest single cause of atheism in the world today are Christians who confess Jesus with their lips, but deny him by their lifestyle. This is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. I don't want it my way. I want it his way so that when people see me, they see Jesus. They see him. You've probably heard the cliche, you may be the only Bible some people will ever read, and that is true. It's, it's cliche, it is used frequently, but it is a quote that is true. And so knowing that, if you're a born-again believer, I encourage you today, consider that you're walking in the way that's pleasing to God. Well, as always, 
it's been great having this time with you today, and I, I hope that this has uh, whetted your appetite for more, and uh, hopefully you'll dig into and and uh, find out some great things. And if you do, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, please email me at rileydividingwot at gmail.com. And uh, thank you for listening, subscribing, and sharing, and giving some stars. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, Until next time, I pray that you are blessed in Jesus' name.